Drive Time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Voice of the Cape Drive Time, it is. I'm Shafiq Morton. Assalamu alaikum. Coming up, COVID-19 vaccine rollout and procurement. What should we know? A sad day. Veteran journalist Karima Brown passes on from COVID. Sri Lanka chooses a remote island for the burial of Muslim COVID-19 victims. Weekly Middle East report after five sports rep and the sons of quiz. Stay tuned. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Where's the Cape Drive Time? Welcome back to the show. 0829-913-913. That's the WhatsApp line, not the police. It's the WhatsApp line. 0829-913-913. Yeah, a very, very sad day. Uh, the passing on of Karima Brown, uh, one of our colleagues in the trenches. As government continues to roll out the COVID-19 vaccine, there are still gaps in information around the procurement process. Who is buying what and where? Transparency and regulatory compliance are needed to build public trust in the vaccination program. So, how much do we know about details and other information that is already available? We now chat to Senior Lecturer, Faculty of Law at UNISA, Dr. Alison Anthony. Welcome. Thanks, Shafiq. Thanks for having me. Right. Um, how much do we know? I think that uh, is, is the big question. <laughs> do we know enough or do we know too little? Yeah, that is a big question, isn't it? Um, in my opinion, we don't know nearly enough, Shafiq. And that is why colleague um, of mine, uh, Professor Geo Kino at Stellenbosch and myself, have embarked on, on writing uh, a paper about what we know, what we don't know, and what we should know. Now, we know, as I just said, wait a little about this. All we know is what uh, the Minister of Health has told us, Cyril Ramaphosa, and what we've been reading in the news. But we haven't received any confirmation of the important information, you know, information like who won which tenders, um, what price are we buying our vaccines at. Um, there's also an allegation that we're paying more than people in Europe. Why is that? What is happening with the selling of the AstraZeneca vaccine, for example? Um, it's been announced that we're now um, procuring the Pfizer vaccine. And previously, the Minister of Health indicated that um, we are not in a position to do that because we don't have the correct refrigerators and storage, logistics, etc. needed for that specific vaccine. But now they have actually confirmed that we are procuring it. So the question arises, you know, have we sorted out those needs? Have we procured them? Where are the tender invitations, the tender specifications, um, the bid submissions, the contracts? You know, the contract for the J&J vaccine, where are uh, where is all of that information? Yeah, I wish I could answer that, but uh, um, like you, I'm pretty much in the dark as far as that yeah. is concerned. Aren't we all? I mean, it does seem as if in terms of vaccinations, um, we're going to be getting a mixed cocktail because we are basically getting the dribs and drabs uh, from the uh, so-called developed world who have stockpiled uh, in the case of Canada, 10 doses per citizen, which is eight doses what's more than needed. Mm. 
Yeah, well, I don't uh, know any information about that. I can't comment on that very much. I'm mainly concerned with the procurement of the vaccine and everything around that. You know, the uh, everything you would need, like the PPE and any other equipment that Department of Health or Education might need. Yeah. So when we look at the study that you're going to be doing, is it yeah. going to be sort of like a guideline for the average South African citizen? Because I think a lot of South Africans are kind of tired. Um, people would like to get vaccinated. Um, we've seen that government has released places where they're going to um, do COVID vaccinations. It's just major hospitals. Mm-hmm. And how on earth are you going to squeeze 40 million people into those hospitals? It, it can't happen. It Logistically, it's, absolute, yeah. it's mad hatter stuff, actually. Yeah, yeah. well, logistically, they'll have to explain to us, you know, what is going to happen exactly and how this is, how it's going to happen. I don't know if any information like that has been released. I don't think so. Perhaps in the places where the vaccine is already available. Um, but the study, as you ask, is, is basically coming from a legal background. It will be a legal study on what should be the legal requirements of the vaccine procurement and everything around um the, the the vaccine, as I mentioned earlier. Um, so your PPEs, transport, logistics, refrigerators, etc. Um, so it will be a legal study on what is the situation thus far. Has the government complied with the constitutional mandate? And what should they be doing uh, going forward? So my colleague Kino has already published a paper in the conversation and it's available on the web, we highlight very succinctly and very clearly the information that we already know and what we need to know in a very um, simple way that's understandable to everybody and very accessible. Yeah, I mean, I think South Africans need to know because some experts have told us that at the, at the current rate, the snail's pace that government is doing things at the moment, uh, mm. uh, you know, glass half full, we should all be vaccinated in 20 years. Um, yeah. uh, which is <laughs> it's mind-boggling and uh, yeah I mean you know that certainly is, is, is something that needs to be explained and uh, how exactly yeah, they get, how they're going to roll this out because at the moment we don't see any plans in fact something else we're picking up is that um, nobody trusts government that, uh, certain, yeah. that mining companies private sector uh, individuals are going to NPOs and NGOs and saying if we buy the vaccines can you do the rollout for us because we think government will just steal everything. Yeah, so yesterday we had a a webinar with Corruption Watch about all of this, exactly this issue, and uh, it's on the Corruption Watch site as well, where you can go and and have a look at what we discussed for about an hour. And that is exactly one of the things that we don't know. We don't know what the rollout plan is exactly and, and how that's going to happen. So that's one of the things that we need absolute transparency on as well. And transparency is not just a word that we've been throwing around, and it's not just something that we as citizens want to let be let in on. You know, it's actually a constitutional mandate in our South African constitution where it says that when a government contracts for goods and services, it should do so in accordance with a system which is inter alia fair and transparent. And in the procurement sector, transparency means providing all of the information from the minute where you identify that the vaccine is needed right up to your contract terms 
all and everything in between, all of that is information that needs to be transparent and available and accessible to the public. And uh, unfortunately, we have more questions than answers at, at this stage. So, you know, we're getting a lot of questions about what's going to happen with the rollout and what's, going, what's happening with the procurement process, but no one is able to explain that except the government. And so we'd like to call on them to, to come forward and, and act on these constitutional mandates, fulfill their constitutional mandate in informing us on uh, informing us on all this information that we have a constitutional right to know. We also have a further right to participate in all of these decisions and not only be told that this is what's going to happen. Um, so I think that's going to be the next thing that, that people will start being upset about is that we didn't know and we didn't get a chance to participate in any of the decision making. Yeah, I mean, there's been unbounded greed, uh, which is totally inexcusable on the issue of PPEs and all sorts of other stuff. Um, A total cock-up in terms of purchasing uh, the vaccines. Uh, Health department uh, just sat on their hands and did nothing. Uh, And now everybody's running around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to do something when, to me, it seems to be too late. I mean, I'm sitting here in studio on screen. uh, I'm watching the Janaza, the funeral of Karima Brown, one of our colleagues Mm, who has passed on from COVID. And you are from COVID 19. Yeah, I was watching it earlier as well. Yeah, it's shocking. And and one issue that we discussed yesterday in the webinar as well is whether the centralization of this of the vaccine procurement is actually a good idea. And by that, I mean, is it really a good idea that only the National Department of Health is dealing with the procurement? Will it not be more, um, well, won't it go faster if we have other organs of state involved as well? And also leave a little re- less room for corruption? Because, you know, if there's only one person in charge of the toll, um, the idea is that there is is more room for corruption. That's just my view. You know, others may differ from me. No, no, your view is um, your view is correct. I, I just think, sorry, I just think that you know, perhaps it may be useful to start getting other organs of state and giving them a mandate and say, look, you know, specifically identify organs of state who have the capacity and the ability, the knowledge, and the right people to be able to do this, and perhaps pull in from our medical aids as well, you know, use the private sector to an extent as well. Right at the beginning, uh, when the talks about the procurement started, the Minister of Health also said that um, the private sector would be um, would be involved to a certain extent as well, but ever since then, we haven't heard anything either. There was, he alluded to PPPs, public-private partnerships that would be concluded, and to my knowledge, I'm not sure if any have been. I haven't heard of any. So, you know, that's further information, further questions that I have um, as a concerned citizen. Indeed. Uh, Dr. Alison Anthony, a senior lecturer, Faculty of Law at UNISA, talking to us about a study um, on COVID-19 rollout and procurement, much needed. And uh, we look forward uh, to uh, all the various papers and uh, the results of the study. Dr. Alison Anthony, thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for having me, Shafi.